0: Of us lived up to our potential and managed our resources so well that we could provide for ourselves, our families, and our communities in a meaningful and substantial way. Join Step Right with Lynn, a show dedicated to empowering socially conscious individuals to manage their financial resources for the benefit of themselves, their families, and the greater community. Here's Lynn Wedham, certified financial planner and managing partner at Step Right Capital Planning.
1: I'm so pleased to be here today uh, bringing you Step Right with Lynn. Thank you for joining me. Today I'm going to tell you what to expect from this show, uh, but first I'd like to say thank you for that beautiful introduction. I'd like to thank Kevin uh, La Liberté, whose music is in the background of the introduction. Uh, Kevin's a very talented Canadian composer and performer, and the piece is called When We Were Four, and it's from his album One, Two Hands, Many Guitars. So Kevin set himself a challenge to create an album of music using only guitars. Uh, he used acoustic guitars, electric guitars, bass guitars, and uh, a ukulele hybrid uh, and in creating this music, he brought out all of the guitars in his collection and experimented with them, uh, using them melodically, percussively, textually, sweetly, and sometimes aggressively. And the result is an instrumental mix of pop, world, ambient, and jazz. This is one of my favorite albums to listen to in the car. Uh, it's light and happy, and it always lifts my spirits. I purchased it at a fundraiser where Kevin was performing uh, last November. Uh, thanks, Kevin, for supporting the message of the show by allowing me to use your music here. Um, also, before I get into describing the purpose and the themes of the show, I want to let you know that anyone who participates in the show will receive a copy of the children's book, Have You Filled a Bucket Today?, it's a guide to daily happiness for kids by Carol McLeod and illustrated by David Messing. It's a wonderful children's book. Um, sweet, simple prose and vivid illustrations uh, make it a heartwarming book that encourages positive behavior in children um, as they see how very easy and rewarding it is uh, to express kindness, appreciation, and love on a daily basis. Uh, the book explains to the reader that we all carry an invisible bucket and we do nice things for other people. We fill their bucket and it fills our buckets too. Uh, I thought that you might enjoy giving this book to a child in your life, uh, helping them become more aware of the things that they can do to fill their own and other people's uh, happiness buckets. I'd like to um, read to you the introduction of this book by Carol McLeod. Um, it tells how the book came to be written She says, I first learned about bucket filling in a parenting workshop at an early childhood conference in the 1990s. The speaker, an expert in infant brain research, said it is helpful to think of every baby as being born with an invisible bucket. The bucket represents a child's mental and emotional health. You can't see the bucket, but it's there. She went on to say that it's primarily the parent's or other caregiver's responsibility to fill a child's bucket. When you hold, caress, nurture, touch, sing, play, and provide loving attention, safety, and care, you fill your child's bucket. Yes, we all know that babies require love. Giving love fills buckets. However, in addition to being loved, children also must be taught how to love others. Children who learn how to express kindness and love lead happy lives. When you love and care about others and show that love with what you say and do, you feel good and you fill your own bucket too. This book was written to teach young children how to be bucket fillers. As you read this book with children, use it as an opportunity to model bucket filling by filling their buckets. Tell them why they're special to you. Help them think about what they might say or do to fill someone else's bucket. Work with your children and help them practice daily bucket filling. Very quickly, they'll experience the pride and joy of filling buckets. And I'd like to... um, I'd like to... Uh, read to you what it says in the bucket in the book, uh, because I think that uh, you re- will really um, be impressed with the message that's in this book. All day long, everyone in the world, wa- in the whole wide world, walks around carrying an invisible bucket. You can't see it, but it's there. You have a bucket. Each member of your family has a bucket. Your parents, friends, and neighbors all have a bucket. Everyone carries an invisible bucket. Your bucket has one purpose only. Its purpose is to hold your good thoughts and good feelings about yourself. You feel very happy and good when your bucket is full, and you feel very sad and lonely when your bucket is empty. Other people feel the same way too. They're happy when their buckets are full, and they're sad when their buckets are empty. It's great to have a full bucket, and this is how it works. You need other people to fill your bucket and other people need you to fill theirs. So how do you fill a bucket? You fill a bucket when you show love to someone, when you say or do something kind, or even when you give someone a smile. That's being a bucket filler. A bucket filler is a loving, caring person who says or does nice things that make other people feel special. When you make someone feel special, You are a bucket filler. But you can also dip into a bucket and take out some of the good feelings. You dip into a bucket when you make fun of someone, when you say or do mean things, or even when you ignore someone. That's being a bucket dipper. A bully is a bucket dipper. A bucket dipper says or does mean things that make others feel bad. Many people who dip have an empty bucket. They think they can fill their own bucket by dipping into someone else's, but that will never work. You never fill your own bucket when you dip into someone else's. But guess what? When you fill someone's bucket, you fill your own bucket too. You feel good when you help others feel good. All day long, we are either filling up or dipping into each other's buckets by what we say and what we do. Try to fill a bucket and see what happens. You love your mom and dad, why not tell them you love them? You can even tell them why. Your caring words will fill their buckets right up. Watch for smiles to turn up their faces. You'll feel like smiling too. A smile is a good clue that you have filled a bucket. If you practice, you'll become a great bucket filler. Just remember that everyone carries an invisible bucket and think of what you can say or do to fill it. Here are some ideas for you. You could smile and say hi to the bus driver. He has a bucket too. You could invite the new kid at school to play with you. You could write a thank you note to your teacher. You could tell your grandpa that you like to spend time with him. There are many ways to fill a bucket. Bucket filling is fun and easy to do. It doesn't matter how young or old you are. It doesn't cost any money. It doesn't take much time. And remember, when you fill someone else's bucket, you fill your own bucket, too. When you're a bucket filler, you make your home, your school, and your neighborhood better places to be. Bucket filling makes everyone feel good. So why not decide to be a bucket filler today and every day? Just start each day by saying to yourself, I'm going to do something to fill someone's bucket today. And at the end of each day, ask yourself, did I fill a bucket today? Yes I did. That's the life of a bucket feller. And that's you. So if there's a youngster in your life, uh send me an email with questions or comments to Lynn at stepright.ca. That's L Y N N at Stepright S T E P R I G H T dot C A. Uh Or you can join in our large our live chat, uh A to Z. FM, so that's A number 2 ZEMFM and join the live chat there. Uh, you can also call in from the US at 815-880 talk that's 815-880 8255. In Canada please call 613-800-8736 that's 613-800-8736 or Skype at Skype, colon, A, number 2, Z-E-N, dot F-M. Uh, I hope that you love this book as much as I do. So just like in the book, donations to worthy charities fill other happiness bucket, and it can't help but fill yours, too. It feels good to make a difference. Uh, John Bunyan said, you have not lived until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. So, now, on to Step Right with Lynn. Um, This is the radio show dedicated to empowering socially conscious individuals to manage their financial resources for the benefit of themselves, their families, and the greater community. There are two main themes that you will find in the upcoming shows. Um, This quote by Winston Churchill speaks to both of them. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. First, there will be tips on good money management from individuals in the financial industry. Uh, the second theme will be on giving to the community, and we will hear inspiring stories from individuals who have found clarity uh, regarding their passions and purpose um, and their um, and their contribution to uh, the community. So my business is called Upright Capital Planning and I believe in planning for, uh, in each aspect of our lives. Uh, money is a tool that didn't come with instructions, and the goal of this show is to help you become successful in using your money to accomplish your dreams. Owning your own home, security for your family, uh, great vacations, uh, doing charitable work, uh, the retirement of your dreams, uh, fulfilling your legacy, and doing things that are fun. Yes, fun money is to help us have fun, realize our potential, and to help others. On the show, uh, we will give simple, practical advice to help you make good choices. I want you to know that financial success is not based on a secret that only a few people can know. It's not about get-rich-quick schemes. It's not about being embarrassed about where you are today. I'm not here to make you feel guilty about the way you've been using your money. It's not about budgets and technical jargon designed to make you feel inadequate and overwhelmed. Here we will not try to motivate you with fear. Here you will find encouragement. Encouragement to create a healthy relationship with your money. Encouragement to really determine what you want your money to do for you. Encouragement to take steps to take control of your finances. Encouragement to make the most of your resources so you can achieve the things you want for yourself and others. The tip that I bring you today is this. I'd like you to be very clear on what it is you want your money to do for you. If you start from that clarity, all the other decisions become easier the decisions about whether to use a TFSA or a GIC or an RSP or a mutual fund, all those terms that make things intimidating, it's all very clear when we have a clear understanding of what that money is for, what your passions are, and how you can make the best use of your money um, for your own happiness and fulfillment. So I'll bring you guests who will give you practical ideas on how to plan different aspects of your financial health. Uh, on, For example, on March the 19th, our guest will be Barry Ames. Uh, Barry is a certified financial planner who works with me here at StepRight Capital Planning. Barry's provided a valuable contribution since joining the StepRight team in 2007, uh, following a 20-year career with the CIBC. Uh, Barry understands unique family situations as he has three children, one of whom has autism. Um, he has learned from dealing with a child with special needs that planning for the unexpected is something that everyone needs to do. Barry is passionate about assisting families with complicated kids, as he calls them, uh, helping them deal not only with their current needs, but also those that may arise in the future. Um, so uh will Barry and i uh will discuss the joys and challenges uh of caring for a special needs child uh Barry's committed to ensuring that his clients with complicated kids are aware of the financial assistance available to him to them, and we'll talk about the resources available for parents to access in the early overwhelming stages of diagnosis to saving products such as registered disability savings plans, and on to special estate planning needs of these families. Barry is a member of the Paris Chamber of Commerce and enjoys working with a variety of clients to assist them to build their financial security step-by-step. Please invite anyone you know with a special needs child to join us on March the 19th. And we are going to go to a break now, and we will come back with more discussion about the show uh, very shortly.
0: Is there a contribution that you dream of making? In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at a atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Barry Ames, uh, we're we're back now, and Barry Ames is one of the um, people from the financial side who will be giving us some tips. Uh, Also on April the 16th, uh, we will have Harvey Wood from Mortgage Intelligence, and he will share the 10 characteristics of debt-free people. Uh, Mortgage Intelligence is comprised of the most knowledgeable, ethical, and professional mortgage professionals in the Canadian mortgage industry. Uh, They deal with purchases, renewals, refinances, and home equity. Harvey works on behalf of his clients to get the best products that suit their needs at the most competitive rates. Um, Harvey had a wonderful career in banking with the CIBC. He held a number of head office, regional office, and branch Branch management positions over a 37-year span. He retired from the bank in Hamilton, Ontario, where he was the district manager. Following that, um, he was the CEO of CMAX Alliance, um, and then as well as his financial career, uh, Harvey and his wife, Eleanor, own and operate a 350-acre beef and cash crop farm, And the operation is um, cows and calves, and they are Angus cows, and there are uh, more than 100 cows uh, that they look after as well. Um, Harv is an avid sportsman. He's played competitive hockey and fastball, um, and he now enjoys non-competitive golf. Um, He's been a long-life volunteer, having served in a number of non-profits and agricultural organizations, he was elected uh, as the Hamilton-Wentworth Rural Citizen of the Year in 2007, and last year he was the recipient of Queen's Jubilee Medal. So we're very pleased to have Harvey Wood as a guest on the April 16th show. Um, so Barry and, Hare and Harvey are examples of guests um, that will bring you tips uh, on to man- help you manage your money. Uh, sometimes very small adjustments in your habits uh, can create huge advantages over the long term and um, and that's what we will be uh, hoping to bring you there. The second type of guest on the show will be those who have made contributions to our community. And when I speak of community, I may mean our households, our neighborhoods, our province, our country, or the world. Uh, on March the 12th, our guest will be Shirley Mitchell. Uh, Shirley has spent a lifetime working in the nonprofit sector, and she will share ideas on how we can make a difference. Though it's been said that real charity doesn't care if it's, ta- it's tax-deductible or not, Shirley will explain how we can do what's right for others and create a tax advantage. One of Shirley's suggestions is that people adopt. Uh, you'll have to tune in to find out what Shirley means by that. It might not be what you think. On March the 26th, we will chat with Cheryl Perry, uh, founder of the Testicular Cancer Canada. Uh, Cheryl will tell the story of her son, Adam, uh, who lost his life to the disease at the age of 18. Adam's story is tragic in that when he first saw changes in his body, he was too embarrassed to tell anyone about it. Uh, early diagnosis is so important. The mission of Testicular Cancer Canada is to raise awareness about testicular cancer and to support those who are affected by the disease. They equip men with the tools they need to identify this cancer early, foster conversations about the disease. If detected early, the disease can be treated if missed it can necess- necessitate lengthy treatment causing impotence infertility and even death so really looking forward to speaking with uh with Cheryl about this she'll tell her um, her story and uh about the work of of this um organization like Testicular Cancer Canada, many worthwhile organizations are born from tragedy. The following story is from The Art of Giving, Where the Soul Meets a Business Plan by Charles Bronsman and Jeffrey Solomon. There are thousands of social entrepreneurs in the world today, but one of the more innovative is a real estate professional named Ron Bruder. His eldest daughter worked in the World Trade Center area and he was so distressed at the thought that she might have been killed in the September 11 attacks that he vowed he would do whatever he could to keep such a catastrophe from ever happening again. But how? He decided the key factor in the 9-11 attack was the lack of economic opportunity and high unemployment that exists in many countries in the Middle East, specifically among young men. So he resolved to try to make the economies of the Middle Eastern countries more hospitable to young men with an eye toward giving them the possibility of meaningful employment and a greater stake in life than the radical Islam being preached in certain parts of the world. He started the Education for Employment Foundation, which fosters radically increasing employment prospects for young men and women through innovative educational programs. It has now grown to five countries across the Middle East, Jordan, Egypt, Morocco, West Bank, Gaza, and Yemen. So I'd like to tell you um, a little bit about some of the fundraisers that are coming up for organizations where I serve on the boards. Um, Tonight I'll be at uh, Twist and Shout at the Dunfield Theatre, put on by the Arts Connect in Cambridge. This is a fun set-up in 2013. Uh, Tonight, the proceeds go to the Mill Race Festival of Folk Music, the Cambridge Community Orchestra, and the Grand River Film Festival, where I serve on the board. Uh, I think there might be a few seats left at this event, so call the Dunfield Theatre and see if you can join in. Uh, British-style snacks will be served prior to the concert. It promises to be a great time. The mission of the Grand River Film Festival is to celebrate and inspire community uh, through the shared experience of film. Uh, My Kiwanis Club will be helping out with the Tour de Grand Sunday, June the 8th. Uh, The Tour de Grand is another great organization. Uh, They create an event where cyclists from all over come together in Cambridge for a great day in the beautiful countryside uh, surrounding Cambridge. Uh, That same day, the Cambridge Kiwanis Boys' Choir will hold their spring concert. On April 13th at 7.30, the Cambridge Kiwanis Boys' Choir and the Cambridge Girls' Choir join Arkady in performing Handel's Messiah at Central Presbyterian Church in Cambridge. Arkady is a professional ensemble dedicated to the performance of Baroque music and the music of Ron Beckett. The group is also committed to mentoring young musicians, and this concert will be a highlight of the year. My Sheffield Lions Club, uh, we're gearing up there for our annual community horseshoe tournament on Saturday, June the 21st, uh, being held at the Women's Institute Hall, uh, 1259 Sheffield Road. We're registering teams already, so bring out a few friends or colleagues or play as a family. You can register your team for $25, which includes your lunch. Um, all of these organizations um do good work in the communities. Um the Sheffield Lions Club, um you know, Lions makes contributions to uh the hearing impaired, uh guide dogs are a big part of um the Lions Club and we do work in our own communities as well. Uh, so, if you would like information about any of these organizations or the events, uh, please send me an email at lynn at stepright.ca. That's L-Y-N-N at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T dot C-A. And I'd be glad to provide you with some more information about those organizations. So, um when we talk about our passions, uh one of my passions uh is of course my family. I have uh four daughters and I have three grandchildren. Um and you know, a lot of time on the weekends is devoted to um us getting together and, and having a good time enjoying each other. Um another passion of mine is horseback riding. I love to trail ride and take my uh, horses to uh Ganaraska, which is near peterborough <clears throat> um there you you can take your horses and uh actually take your horse and go camping and with your horse there with you and it's the most wonderful experience. You certainly uh forget about all the rest of the world when you're when you're with horses. So that's what it does for me. It um it's something that really clears my head to be with my horses because uh when I'm with a horse nothing else exists. So that's how I feel about that. Um and then on to our, more about the show, um, you know, it does make people feel good to help others. Um, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, it's one of the most beautiful compensations of this life that no man can sincerely try to help another without helping himself. I believe the a good financial plan includes uh, a plan to give back to the community Um, Society makes us feel like this is something that people do when they're extremely wealthy. I believe that everyone can find a way to give something back. Some give their time, some give their expertise, others give financial support. Um, Let's put things in perspective. If you live in Canada and you make $35,000 a year, you're in the top 1% of the world's earners. Let me tell you why I think that regular giving should be part of a financial plan. Regular giving lets you take responsibility for issues that are important to you. Regular giving helps you to celebrate the wealth that you have. Regular giving expands the goodness around you. When you improve your environment and your community, that environment and community are also a better place for you. And this can have a multiplying effect. What if everyone got excited about giving back to the community? What if families, neighborhoods, communities, whole societies supported each other? What if every person did what they could to give to someone else on a regular basis and and it gained huge momentum? What would that be like? What if each one of us lived up to our own potential and managed our resources so well that we could provide for ourselves, our families, and our communities in a meaningful and substantial way? What if giving back was something we all practiced, whether of our time, our expertise, or our finances? So I'll provide you with guests who encourage you to take positive, practical steps to help you manage your money better. And I'll provide you with guests who encourage and inspire you by telling their stories of contributions that they have made. When we have clarity about our what our passions, it makes so many other decisions so much easier to make Uh, If we really know what's important to us, um, other decisions can be made around that, and it's all very easy to do. We'll talk more about that when we come back from break. Um, I think that we have a break that's uh, coming up very shortly, um, and so we'll talk again soon.
0: contribution that you dream of making in society planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate step right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: a question from a caller now uh, and the question is how do we figure out what is important to us uh, for making a contribution regularly Um, the answer to that question is that we need to think of those things that we are passionate about um, what really excites you when you uh, hear the right suggestion it's something that resonates with you and you know that that is um, that that is the thing that um you know sometimes uh, people support organizations that um have made a difference in their lives if there's um organizations that have helped them through um different times um sometimes people just have a passion and it seems that sometimes it's something that that someone is born with an interest in um, or there's a certain group of people that they that their heart really reaches out to. Um, so I, I believe that uh, we do need to make some effort um, to figure out what it is um, that is important to us that that can be that um, that grounding thing that makes uh, the rest of the world around us make sense, and makes our decisions um, all clear, and makes our decisions all make sense um but i think when people hear the answer when they have it figured out um when there's real clarity on that i think you know i think that i think that people have an idea um you know of if if you have just sort of a rough idea that well i want to help animals or i want to help children um and then with some research that can be clarified into just um just what that is and often it's a it's a lifetime that it takes to uh really define that into really specific goals um in that regard so it's it's not something that that often happens quickly but sometimes people um people do know that um and uh our our listener says but they want to help everyone well there's uh <laughs> there's certainly organizations that that can do that as well um and sometimes it's a it's a case where people um you know do establish something new um you know as uh, as Cheryl did with the um with testicular cancer Canada um that was something that um you know that that came out of something for her, but the organization didn't exist, and uh, so she did have to create um, create that organization that was going to um, keep things. You know, hopefully prevent what happened to her son from uh, from happening to others. So I'm sure that that they have helped many over over the over the years. Um, so. If you want to help everyone, you probably do need to um, to define that a little bit. Um, even if you said, you know, you want to help everyone, but it was uh, for their health or for mental health or uh, education, um, those things all help everyone. Um, but it's defining it a little bit from, uh, from just helping. So um, I think that that thought of... Um, you know, really clarifying what it is that you feel passionate about is very important. Um, you know, so community means many things. Um, it's our family, our neighborhood, our city, our country, even the world. Um, it's the contributions of its members that make a community great. Many people have a dream of leaving a legacy, of creating something that will continue after they're gone, for which they'll be remembered. Uh, And do you have a dream like that? So many people feel they're not in a position to create big change or to help everyone, um, as our caller said. Um, But Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the water to create many ripples. If we each do what we can, we can bring about positive change in our communities. Philanthropy starts with feelings and dreams. Uh, it should be joyful and fulfilling, and our giving should also be purposeful and carefully planned. Money applied wisely can make the world a better place. Years back, when my phone would ring and it was an organization asking for money i uh, I usually did give them um, send money to them, and I would later find out that this organization maybe wasn't a registered charity. Um, And that means that there's not guidelines on how much of the donation actually makes it to the cause. And so I started asking the person who would call uh, to send me the request in writing, uh, indicating how much of my money was actually helping others. Um, And none of these organizations ever mailed me anything. Um, So I now make it a habit to decide in January, what organizations that I'll support in the coming year. And I usually have those um, contributions set up monthly. Um, the point is just giving a little bit more thought to the things that, that we do and and where, um, where our money will go. There are so many worthwhile organizations out there and so many need. Um, so if you could change the world... Uh, what would you do? And I'd love to help you uh, determine what con- your contribution will be and to create a plan to make it happen. So email me anytime with your thoughts at lynn at stepright.ca. That's L-Y-N-N at stepright, S-T-P-R-I-G-H-T dot C-A. Connection, purpose, and meaning are what you get back when you give. Uh, many people are unaware that with planning, the support they provide for organizations continu- can continue long after they're gone. Many times this can be created with a repositioning of assets that can redirect dollars um, that were destined to go to the taxman to create a legacy for which will be remembered. Many people believe that their beneficiaries will inherit all that they own uh it's wise to know the tax consequences uh there's three places where your money can go when you die they are your beneficiaries revenue canada or your favorite charity um, with proper planning you can choose two out of three when we pay taxes it's what we could what could be considered social capital it goes to the good of all um, that is why when we make a donation, we get a tax deduction because the money, that money also goes to help others. Uh, the difference is that we've been allowed to choose where our money will be used. And this could be a gift to an organization that has helped you or a family member um, to provide education for your grandchildren, to provide a gift of arts, education, health care to the community, something that you feel passionate about or to a family foundation. So what are three things that you'd like to leave as your financial legacy? Um, For ideas on how you can make a difference, please send me an email, and I'll send you the document, Our Community, Working Together to Make It the Best It Can Be. The email again is lynn at stepright, L-Y-N-N, at stepright, S-T-E-P-R-I-G-H-T dot C-A. Uh, I'd love to hear from listeners with suggestions for guests to have on the show, uh, or topics that you'd like to learn more about, um, and also your questions. Um, so if you have questions or comments, please join our live online chat, uh, which you can find, uh, on the A to Zen FM. That's A number two, Z-E-N-F-M webpage. Uh, or you can call in from the United States at 815 800 talk uh, or in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype at Skype, uh, colon, A2Zen, FM, dot FM. That's A2Zen, dot FM. Um, so, as we um, are nearing the end of our, our time together, I'd like to sit, share some thoughts uh, from the epilogue of The Art of Giving by Charles Bronfman and Jeffrey Solomon. Uh, This is a great book if you are um, considering um, what your contribution to the community might be. If you have an an interest in philanthropy, uh, this is a great book. Um, And here are a few thoughts from the epilogue. Philanthropy is a unifying force in the world. It is the urge to help a disabled child, train a Labrador retriever to give a blind person independence, or bring music into the schools. These are universal impulses, our better angels. If this book has stood for anything, it is for a re-examination of the distinction between giving and getting. Giving is not just giving. It is also getting, getting satisfaction, fulfillment, connection, meaning, purpose, and dozens of other high-sounding nouns that will no longer be abstractions once you have the experience of making a thoughtful, well-intentioned, and significant gift of money or time to a cause you hardly believe in. The best philanthropy is like the best spirituality, something that rises up out of you. It's not laid onto you. It's a need a desire, a quest that is best expressed as an intention. So much of life involves intentionality, a word we have returned to so often in this book. It is an expression of the more thoughtful and protective aspects of human nature to think ahead, to prepare, to calculate. We are here, now how do we get there? We are in this stage, now how do we get there? to the next stage. You need to see ahead, to be a seer, not simply to see the future, but the future you can create with your gift. Change involves the future, a different future from one that would occur otherwise. If done thoughtfully, your philanthropy can create a better future for all of us. And in so doing, for, for yourself, since you will have made it all happen. Few other endeavors in life offer such rewards. Philanthropy is not altruism. It is not about giving to get back, and it takes self-knowledge to understand what it is you want to get back for you and for your children and from this gift of yours. So this is where your soul is, in that place of transcendence where your needs touch the sublime. In many faiths, our soul live on after our death, not as ghosts, but as animating spirits that enliven the memory of our friends and descendants and make us, through them, immortal. And so does our philanthropy. It is best if it is done right, with measurement, leverage, sustainability and all the other qualities that characterize the new philosophy but first it needs to be done more than our other acts in this world our philosophy will live on after our philanthropy will live on after us reshaping the world in our image and leaving behind a legacy that is the lasting record we were here we lived And I, I I'll leave uh, before the break with this thought. The quote is from John D. Rockefeller, and he says, as we think of giving, not as a duty, but as a privilege. And we'll go to break.
0: a contribution that you dream of making. In society, planned giving seems to be presented as something you do once you're incredibly wealthy or planning your estate. Step Right with Lynn focuses on good money management and planning your contribution at every step based on the issues important to you. Learn how to expand the goodness around you and take responsibility for the issues important to you. Tune in for Step Right with Lynn every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 7 a.m. Mountain Time, and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham is a certified financial planner. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. That's 815 880 TALK, or in Canada, 613 800 8736. Or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can also make the choices to ask or comment by email by sending to lynn at stepright.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: And we're back. Welcome back. Um I would like to tell you about um some people that I know that um when I think of a philanthropist, um I have a couple of friends and they are the um they are what I think of uh as philanthropists and um my friend Anwar and Ismat Dost. I hope to get them on the uh on the show at some time to tell you about um about the work that they have done but uh, Anwar and Ismat um they actually uh started um some schools and also clinics uh in their native Pakistan um and this has Um, All of this has been, uh, it's their family. Um, They've just recently become a charitable organization. So uh, until this point, for several years, it has been all of their own contributions uh, to this. And it's been such a labor of love for them. Um, They initially started the... um, uh, Ismat's a doctor uh Anwar is a pharmacist and they event, they began by opening clinics uh in pakistan and then they saw the need um to um they saw the need uh, for the schools and so uh schools have been uh, are operating as well it's family members of theirs that um that teach at the schools and um they go over for graduations and it's just been a wonderful, wonderful labor of love for them. So when I think of a true philanthropist, um giving their money certainly, uh, but also their time, their passion, um, it's been uh I, I do think of them as uh as wonderful philanthropists. Um, you know, in our community there are so many organizations from uh good organizations, uh Big Brothers Big Sisters, uh do tremendous work in supporting um, families and young people. Um, our service clubs do a lot of work in the communities as well. You just have to drive through a small community, um all the small communities have Lions clubs and and a lot of them have parks and areas that um that Lions have um you know where where Lions have done the done the work and certainly it's uh the financial contributions um of the community that go towards that and also the um you know the the community gets behind the organization with their funds and also with uh often rakes and shovels and and um and that kind of thing and and road cleanups and um so many things that these organizations do um in the communities and in the in the larger world, one one of the things that I'm was uh, have been very um, impressed with uh, is how quickly some of the organizations like Lions and Kiwanis how quickly they can get money um, to different parts of the world um, when there is um, a disaster as well. And those organizations get the money right down onto onto the ground and in the hands of. Um, in the hands of people who who need them, so um you know certainly service clubs in our community do great work um, so many organizations that that need our support, um not just our money uh but also our time and um and we'll be glad to to do that. So, I hope you enjoyed um the children's book, Have You Filled a Bucket Today? Uh I think it's got such a wonderful message for us. Um and uh at any time, um you know, this uh recording will be available if you're not listening to it live, but you happen to be listening to a recording. Um the offer is still there. Send me your questions, send me your comments, and we will uh, make sure you get a copy of um, Have You Filled a Bucket Today? And if you have any thoughts on or questions regarding um, regarding any of the topics here today, I'd love to hear from you, and we will get that uh, a copy of that children's book to you today. Um Or as quickly as we get that comment from you, so um I hope that uh that you've enjoyed the the show today, and I hope that you've got ideas of um of people in the community that you think uh would have a story that would be um worthwhile to um to share on the on the program, and possibly uh, possibly you ha- are involved in a fundraiser that you'd like to see mentioned on the show as well. And we'll get out the uh, we'll get the word out to people uh, in any way we can. We'll we'll help those organizations as well. So um, if you know people who should be on, if you'd like to um, do a little uh, promo on a um, on something that you support um uh, if you'd like it just mentioned on the show um I would be glad to do that and uh and help any of these organizations that that we can um you may know someone that has a good story of how an organization has helped them too, I think that would be a very uh interesting um for our listeners as well um so i um I hope that um you've that you like that analogy of, of filling the bucket, um, and I hope that you've gotten a little idea of uh, what the purpose and the themes uh, of the radio show will be today. Um, we're um, certainly committed to, um, you know, to supporting you in uh, in your efforts to, uh, make the community a better place. Uh, so any way that we can do that, please let us know um, anything that uh, that we can do in that way. Uh, we're just nearing um, the last few minutes of the show. Um, please, uh, you're welcome to contact me at lynn at stepright.ca that's L Y N N at stepright, S T E P R I G H T dot C A. Um that's probably the best uh easiest way um to reach me. Um and uh certainly you can um find me on uh the website as well. So uh I hope that you have a great week. I hope that you will join me next week as we're speaking to Shirley Mitchell um, about how to make a contribution in uh, in the community. She's going to give us some pointers there. And until next week, I hope you have a wonderful week. Uh, and get your bucket filled, and I hope you fill some buckets. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Step Right with Lynn. Lynn Wedham will return next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A FM. We hope you'll join us. Remember to celebrate your wealth by doing something for yourself, your family, and your community. Until next time.